We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, the voice of the Marble City. Frank Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. Thank Patrice, you're over there smiling as usual. As he, I don't know, he just goes through life with his smile on him, not in effects. And we're back on Community Radio, Kilkenny City, and I'm thankful that you're listening. It's, we're on for another, an hour, and uh, back on in the morning between 9 and 10. So it gives the opportunity to, to listen to us for another hour to brighten your day in the, um, tomorrow. Um, good response from last week as well. And the response overall is good. Like, I'm surprised myself. Like, Patrice, he's never surprised, but, you know... Being from Dan's Fort, he's probably used to a lot of things working out for him out ha- there. How are those houses working out up on the uh, up on the Dublin Road or the Carlow Road? Uh, the social housing? Yeah. Uh, look, no politician wants to talk about but the social housing being built in an area that lads won't be able to walk to, which doesn't make sense to me on the sign road that they're expecting maybe a lone parent with a couple of kids to walk up the Dublin Road, walk up Madeline Street, walk up Wine Gap Hill, walk up the Dublin Road, cross a couple of small roundabouts and then cross a, a motorway, you could say, and walk up further and then and then into an area. And when the government owned every bit of land on the right-hand side going up that road, but that's... Uh, that's logical, like really, like depending on the words you're from, you know. But come here, we were, I'm, come here, I don't know him really well. It's Peter Roberts uh, from from what I'd know as the booth factory from Padmore and Barnes. But I'm really looking forward to talking to him because hey, there's something different about our Peter, ain't it? You're welcome, Peter. Thanks, friend. Take it, Pat. I won't nice blackguard you too much now, you know. Oh, but fire ahead, throw that. I, I just we spoke before about what we'd know fondly as the booth factory, and I know Padmore and Barnes does a lovely ring to it, but it's such a part of. Everybody growing up in Kilkenny, uh, every family, it fed us back in the 60s when there was nothing, when Ireland was third world, the boot factory Padmore and Barnes in Walton Street kept so many families alive and it's an amazing thing. It's still there and still goes from strength to strength and diversifies into different areas. You've done it all, like... Well, yeah, historically there's a huge connection with Kilkenny and uh, we remember even during Christmas and summer when the boot factory, as people know it, when I came down first I used to say Padmore Barnes and a lot of people wouldn't even know where I was talking about. Yeah. But the boot factory there since 33, huge amount of people passed through it, uh, generations of families in some cases and then we had people who did the outwork uh, at home, stitching shoes in the in the home and earning a few bob there. So there was, there was an awful lot of people who may not have physically worked inside the building but have a connection through the outwork or the, the hand stitching so yeah big 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 uh, amount I, of people I connected. think at this time especially what we're, when we're going through this COVID and we're depending on, on um, local shopping and, and people with local needs that we reckon that we recognise and recommend Padmore and Barnes or the Booth Factory but I also acknowledge I grew up in the Army Flats Peter before your time but there was 20 doors and you were guaranteed when you stood back and looked up at those two tiers of, of, of doors uh, two stories of them that a lady in the house was sitting down knitting shoes or, or, or lacing shoes um, treading oh, yeah. them oh yeah at one stage there was the um, something like a thousand people I think directly being paid 
through the building in one uh, shape or another. And uh, I mean, the, the factory went from 33 under various management and ownerships up to uh, local ownership in 1987. And it was at that stage then that we sort of switched a little bit from just production. Even though we were selling shoes locally to uh, a few people and to some of the bigger shops around the country, we decided to open our own retail store in uh, fully in uh, 1987. Yeah. And Peter, do you miss the, the, the home and drama of manufacturing? Do you think we still should be doing it? Should there be grants there to help us do it, compete? Uh, I think, uh, yes, it would be great to have it. The buzz was fantastic when the manufacturing was there and a huge number of people still worked in the business up to 19, or up to 2004, actually. We had over 100 people still there manufacturing. It's amazing. And then the retail as well, yeah. So it was a, there was still a big buzz in the place. Now it's slightly different with the retail and that, and we do a bit of warehousing and a bit of agency work and all the rest, so it's, it's not as great a buzz as it used to be. No, but it's a place you can actually come. I know people talk about, you know, the Arboretums and they talk about, you know, a place that you can go and visit and spend an afternoon. But Padborough and Barnes, you can walk to it. It's as well known as Kilkenny Castle, but you can actually walk down to it, you can drive down to it because it's free parking just there all around you. But you can actually lose a couple of hours there without even trying well, the size we, of the shop. Well, we try to let people come in and feel comfortable when they come in, even including in today's uh, situation with COVID. Uh, we try to make it as safe as possible. And when people come in, we do, don't want to pressure them. We want them to take their time, take in everything. There's quite a lot of stuff to, uh, to look at from footwear, which... We, we feel we're experts in from our from our history to outdoor clothing, casual clothing, uh, camping, water sports, sports, whatever it is, luggage. We, we feel we have a lot to offer and it, it gives people plenty to look at. It's, it's probably the only street, well, Tone Street now is probably the only street left. I was trying to think there, is it the only, street, only concrete street left in the town? Uh, you have me there now. I think it might be. I don't know yeah. of any other. Stephen Street for a while was, but I think that's been no, resourced. Uh, you, you would have had opposite uh, Eddie Rockets there up along there. It would have been a concrete yes, road. Yeah, yeah. But I think when the factory was constructed, I'm not sure what year the factory was constructed, but I uh, imagine... 32, 33. Yeah, well, I'd yeah. say the road was put in at the same time and has never... Um, you don't see them want them to dig it up because it's such a difficult to dig it up. So maybe every road should be put down in concrete and put in the ductings, put down the concrete and we'll never have to dig it up again. Because that road remains it's just continuous and no one ever goes it's just brilliant but I'd love I, I even love looking at the roofs of it architecturally I know you wouldn't be standing opposite you, you'd be tired you might be tired of the building itself as you're looking at it so much but all the different shapes in the roof how the, all the A's come up that they give if you think back onto the 1800s in England when the monuments they all had that high shape on it now you have fans in the roof don't you to keep correct that. we do yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah but the, the design of it was just something coming from the 1800s it's beautiful to look at be a, a terrible thing for anything to happen to them because they're just amazing particle Kenny the landscape well we're told it's a preserved area yeah, and the building I think is architecturally of some architectural importance you can see why it would yeah. be now I wouldn't yeah. be educated like that but you'd actually see uh, Tracy is laughing at me there already like but I, I always loved the, the shape of it because it, it brings you back to the 1800s in England when you had all these shaped roofs Correct, that, yeah. that, that were actually and I think there was a few factories around tough factories Coveneys and Carlow, which were <coughs> shoe factories in the fifties and sixties, had similar type of roofing. Okay, something to do but, with the air then. But a lot, a lot of that is gone now, or you don't see a lot of that around. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple of texts here. I remember when I was a kid, my mam had bags of those shoes to be stitched, and that's a long time ago. 
Well, yeah, we were yeah. giving the bags out up to 2002 or three, so not that yeah, long. Not that, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, someone else texts in there that, uh, Peter, he's a really nice guy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, and he says uh, that they called, Peter was christened the Greyhound in the street league because he was so fast. <laughs> I still have my size 10 moccasins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't be as fast as I was then. <laughs> you didn't make the hush puppy, no. We want to keep talking here. The Hush Puppy was a completely different brand what, altogether. Was it? Yeah, 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 I was just wondering about yeah. that. No, yeah. some people, yeah, 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 some Marcus people do confuse it, but no, no. a different yeah. brand. Yeah. But another comfort, another comfort shoe, mm. but a different brand altogether. Moccasin was your... Moccasin was ours, and then when we were part of Clark's, which we were for a while, there was a brand Clark's had licensed called Wallaby. It used to go oh, on yeah, Wallaby that's for right. a while. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it went on a grasshopper for a short while, but that had to be changed because there was, again, someone had that registered somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, it just goes under the Padmore and Barnes originals now. That's, and, and you know, that's. You, you yourself, Peter, you're interested in that, like, and, and I don't know you well at all, but I know you, I would have seen you in different places. Like, that's a new one to me about the the. the the light in the street leagues and, and the turn of pace but you know I, I've seen you with music and I never would I know you're a rocker looking I suppose you have the hair and whatever but you actually love music don't you, you music I, is your I, thing. I would be into music yeah, well, yeah. It's not, yeah, I would be into music a huge part of it, like. I have a huge amount of other interests but I don't always talk about them you have know, you? do you want to talk about them I don't yeah, mind well I'd be into water sports and that as well, well you know, that. Be, yeah. you'd know yeah. that by the shop as well you know and uh, I, I mean I'd love all I, I love camping outdoor water sports and sports you know I just and does Ireland lend it separate, really? You know, the the outdoor, the sports, the water sports. We have all the facilities, do we? I don't think we have all the facilities, but, I mean, the, the Scanlon Park and that up there is a fantastic facility to have, and a lot of towns don't have it. Mm. Um, we, I mean, there are some great clubs out there, and there's a lot of people who are working free of charge and helping the clubs generate both the quality of players and, and yeah. people who are in the club and, and bringing on the grounds and the facilities. Uh, look, we're always trying to achieve more and more and we always feel we're a very small country I think we punch above our weight in sports yeah. and, and other events and look all we have to do is keep trying it, it's an, inter an interesting thing in a society as a whole whereas we try and mend society instead of trying to create a new society a better society we mend the original like constantly well, I think if we go from cup half full rather than cup half yeah. empty that's the best way to look at it. Do you know the, the bicycle thing from... from I, I was never on it, I just heard about from from down towards Waterford and that. Mm. The Greenway. Oh, the Greenway, Greenway yeah. 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 Like, it'd be great if we had one, or maybe there will happen one happen here, but I was speaking to someone recently, an old quarry on the way, where a company trying to get a lease on it where they want to put in um, water sports, actually, in, in the old quarry. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to create, I know there's, there's well, something similar. Well, you have similar. the quarry out uh, in Bally Callan there where they do the rock climbing. Yeah. Mm. And there is a, a towpath down the barrow there um, from, you know, you can go from Bagnestown and even above Bagnestown up to Athai or whatever and come right down Bagnestown, Goran, and down Gore's Bridge and on into Greg the Man and all that down the towpath. But, so but it's not a greenway, but it's... it's anybody a that's interested in that, the outdoor... Uh, sports or outdoor life really only has to go into Old Town Street to Padmore and Barnes because you, you actually stock it all you can get anything you can do it all like. well we'd have a lot of it now we'd have a lot no, we'd never have enough <laughs> I know well, you, you yeah. would have it because I went in and looking at it one time and I, I don't know anything about it and you'd be looking in amazement at some of the stuff and the range of, of the equipment that's there like, and right. you can get it and this online thing and I know we say you're probably online yourself for, for anyone that's a novice at it like I'd be I just can't understand why someone would want to buy something from China not know what it's like 
and and trust her life in it like and, and I'm looking at me saying like, why yeah I think sometimes the thing with particularly people who are starting off is to come in and talk to us and we'll try and explain to you why you need this or what it will do for you or where you need to use it and one of the first questions I ask now nearly of everybody is where are you going to use this or what are you going to use it for and from there then we'll try and help them to get the right thing because yes you can buy any amount of equipment and half it you might never use because it's not suitable for what you bought it for mm. and because you don't know or you're not sure you're buying it just in case and then you end up not using it and if you don't use something it's not worth the money if you get the use of it then it's worth the money how many staff is, is with down there now? we're currently just short of 20 with everybody included in the building a yeah. lot of lads stay there a long time don't they? Uh, yeah, we don't have a high staff turnover now. Um, and Frank is still there. Frank is still there. Frank Bryan is still there. Yeah, we'd have yeah. a lot of people from the manufacturing still there. Yeah. Boys were there a long time. Uh, we had a text in here that I remember us sewing the shoes. I think it was Harry Beale that came around. Harry Beale. Yeah. Yeah. to Bally Ragged. Harry now would have been back. That would have been back in the 70s and 80s now. I think by the time I got. Now, I actually met Harry. But I, uh, by the time I got there, Harry had retired. Yep. Yes. Harry Beale would have been in charge there. Do, yeah. do you know, Peter, what actually brought you back? Like, did, you, did you think you went off and you, you did your thing and then decided to come back? Well, the family were involved in it and I was asked to come back and I bet it off for about six or seven months and then finally gave in, thinking I was only going down for about a year and 30 years later I'm still there. Would uh, you, you might know this, but... Peter was very much into the pirate radio stations in Dublin and all the rest and worked, I could, I could see worked and, 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 and ran, ran one or two of them as well. Did you pay? Yeah. Uh, are we allowed to talk about that? You can't that? talk about anything. <laughs> we don't I mind. I was involved in radio, yeah, for a while, yeah. Uh, um, I, I've been, I have an open check for him here to come back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, you can well, better keep checking. Well, well, <laughs> well, I know music is huge to you. Like, did, did did you find it hard to go back into? Because you're in a look, you run a business. It's it's retail. It's totally different than maybe than what you what you actually where you have other interests in. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's an interest in it and it pays for the other interests, uh, the sporting ones and that. But the music is still all that is still a huge part. Did you find it hard to go back into retail? No, I don't do think it? the music was ever about the money. I think you have to have a day job. You yeah. have to pay the bills. Yeah. And uh, I suppose if I had to rely, maybe on music or on sport or something I mightn't enjoy it as much as I do it's where you switch off it's where you do something different and it recharges the batteries but you know I walk in every day to the shop and every day is different you cannot plan what the day will bring uh, no matter what you do do you like it Peter? Uh, at times you, you say to yourself no but I don't think I'd change it it is there's always something new there's always something to learn and it's great meeting people and there's nothing like sending a customer out of the door happy. Yeah. It really is great, you know. And do you know what we say, like, do you find, we say, with what's going on at the moment, do you find actually people changing or I know society's changing and never to come back, like we can let on to ourselves, we'll be back as normal. It'll never be back like it was because that's the nature of, this is a, a pandemic, it's a serious thing, Like, but do you find people themselves under pressure, yeah, more pressure now. I, I don't think we realise the impact still, and I hate talking about the crash in 2007 and eight. but since then, and with the COVID, definitely has changed. People are far more discerning. They take a lot more time thinking about what they want. They probably do know what they're looking for, and they're a little careful now about what they're buying, and they're making sure that what they're buying suits what the needs that they have, whatever sport or activity they're into. And they're looking for value you know, value for money. It doesn't mean cheap, it means that I'm buying something that is suitable for what I want, so I'm getting the value for it. Do you find, like you compete and you compete with, um, you compete with, you know, high street 
Mm. You have you have more to offer than anybody in the town, and, and the location is just phenomenal. And like it's amazing location with the free parking and everything else, and you, you can use your building for as long as you want when you go there. There's no pressure on you. There's no meter running. Mm. Do you find competing? We say with with the high street or you know online is that the hard part on it? I think online is the hard one. Don't mind competing on the high street. That's not really an issue. I mean, everybody has to try and get the best that they can the online sometimes can be difficult um, and with a lot of big players who can get uh, fantastic deals and therefore possibly undercut you that can be an issue but look you know you can only worry about what what you are in charge of you know I, I think everybody that you'll talk to now is really conscious about shop local shop you, you hear it all the time mm. it's just yeah, yeah. it's almost it's it's just one of the sayings now that's accepted as the way to be i think people have to recognize the fact that if we don't shop local we lose part of our own we lose our integrity but we also lose part of our own of being uh, where we're from yeah, I, I think there's, look, every shop is unique in its own locality. And I think sometimes, you know, the shopping experience to a degree with the younger people is being lost. There was a time when you went in on the weekend or whatever it was, and you went down to your local shop for whatever you were looking for, and you engaged with the people in there. And there was a little bit of a, a to and a froing before you, you got your deal, whatever your deal yeah. was. And some of that is being lost. And, you know, it is great to be able to sit in the comfort of your own home some evening on a computer, press a button, and the the item, whatever it is, is delivered next day to your door. But there's also something about going down and engaging with somebody oh, yeah. and finding out what it is you want, what it is that's suitable for you, and then saying, well, look, I think that's a good idea. I think that's worth the money, and I will get the use out of it, so I'll buy that. And if there's a problem... I can go back. Do you remember years ago when, when uh, you'd be tangling and you'd be buying something and you'd be haggling and that? The, the, the newer generation, the lads in their 30s, they're not good at that. It's almost an embarrassment to look for a discount that lets us actually wrote on the box 10%, 20%. Yeah, there's a bit of individualism coming in there where people want, in the privacy, if you want to call it, their own home online, make the decision. And to have to maybe engage with somebody, they find it difficult because oh, yeah. maybe they feel they're they're not entitled if I use that word that's probably the wrong word to use to ask for a discount but look you can always ask that's interesting it's, you're the first I ever heard saying that now well you, you can always say no to them no but it's interesting <laughs> that you look at it that way that people might be conscious I just see with my own lads they're terrible at yeah, trying to yeah. deal or buy something or haggling and whereas the rest of us be waiting for it. just want to go back to when you went back to in, in the early 80s went back to work there did, did you um, do you remember your first day going in do you remember being the boss's son? Uh, I never really looked at it like that. I always looked at I was working with a team of people. Yeah. And the success of the shop today is down to the whole team. It's not down to me or to any individual. It's down to everybody. Yeah. Uh, because if I'm not there, then whoever is there or whoever is facing the customer, they're the people who are representing us and it's up to them to, to, to show the best. Was that trade of thought given to you? Did you did you just like was that how your dad and uh, I'm well I think that probably when I came down there wasn't a, a lot of people involved in the retail end of things. So to a degree it was a little bit of a, a new thing for Padmore to have a shop that people could come into at any time and if you like haggle or or at least bargain if you want with the with the people in the factory. That, that hadn't been there before, so it was a bit of a learning curve. I had worked in retail, so I was used to it. Um, 
I won't say that's the, the attitude I had when I went down first, but it's certainly one that has evolved over the last few years. I think the quiz we're going to have, Pat, I, I think <laughs> I'll make it up myself this time, is and it relates to Padbourne and Barron's boot factory. And there's a, a voucher in Kittler's for it there, a 50 or a voucher down in Kittler's in for myself, for, for anyone who wants to go down. I'd like if somebody could tell me what actually, uh, how the boot factory, on, starting in the morning, going for lunch or finishing the evening how would actually let the workers know All right. what happened what was the I, signal what was the signal ok I think, I think that's I uh, might remember the signal in Padmore and Barnes yeah starting in the morning we going all for heard the it. dinner and going home <laughs> ok we're going to take a break and we'll be back uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes just finish off talking with Peter 0863537782 is the text and uh, just uh, let us know what the signal was for Padmore and Barnes, when they started in the morning, when they broke for lunch, and when they finished. Kilkenny Today Business with Fran Grinsell, who says it as it is. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You're listening to Fran Grinsell on Kilkenny Today Business. You're welcome back. You're with Community Radio, Kilkenny City. And we're Peter Roberts. I have to say I'm enjoying it. Uh, he's down in Padmore and Barnes. Uh, has given his life down in Padmore and Barnes, you could say. Peter, y- y- you're married? I am, yeah. Leash girl? Correct, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, and Marie, yeah. And kids? Three. Three oh, kids, yeah. Boys or girls? Or? Uh, eldest is a boy, then I have a girl, and the youngest is a boy. Are they, are they into outside sport? Well, the girl certainly is. She'd live and breathe her thing for last year last summer was to go off and climb Ben Evis and this year but Covid got the way she wanted to go to the Alps so well, she, she's been she? a scout for she's ni- nearly 19 and she's been a scout since she was 4 and then was a venture and a rover That's she was class, in 6th Kilkenny Kells so great scout group out there in Kells mm. yeah. that's brilliant isn't it we don't hear enough about that at all no, sure we don't no, the no, positivity no. from that and how it yeah. how it actually brings kids forward uh, it's probably missing with the younger kids now as well that protection that we go through about minding our kids that she th- yeah it's fantastic oh, yeah, no. Here the next, someone read out a text let, let Peter answer it himself there it's about the jet ski <laughs> <laughs> um, that you're into water sports uh, can you jet ski on the barrow uh, well, like as far as I'm aware now, Pat, you can, of course. There's a lovely long stretch there, Greg, but you're not allowed to. <laughs> All right, that's enough. So, so if anyone that was on the Noor was thinking of going to the Barrow, forget about that as well. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you can't do it. Product changes. Yeah, product changes coming in all the time. And is, is it difficult to keep up with it or to say... Uh, I think we're probably luckier than some of the fashion people on the high street because we're primarily bi-seasonal if you like or, or bi-yearly I should say bi-annual uh, yeah. whereas the seasons are spring, summer and autumn, winter um, there are changes every now and again yes and certainly if you look back two or three years ago the, the styles have changed considerably in the outdoor not as much maybe but certainly in, in the casual end of things but uh, look I think we're not too bad once we sort of are able to catch up with the biannual thing it's not a big big thing for us yeah. cash flow must be a huge thing when you have such a huge shop um, and to some extent the season what you sell in that but I know you're saying that it, it must be very difficult just to keep the whole thing going can be a bit of planning like, the rates uh, must be phenomenal Peter oh the rates well thankfully uh, we got a rate reduction last year a small rate reduction is that acknowledging the structure um 
structure should be acknowledged. I, I don't know whether it was. I, I think just they had this reappraisal of all the rates there two or three years ago, and thankfully, when they, it, they looked it, at ours, we got some reduction. You know? I, I think on the residential, residential end of it, it's acknowledged if you, if you have... Um, Okay, your insurance can offer me, dear. If, mm. if if you have a special property, I think for the for the likes of a commercial building where they know the upkeep is higher, where they know it's harder to heat, where they know it's harder to maintain, the rates end of it should be acknowledged as what's that's doing for the community and providing the business fine, but also a structure that's fantastic. Well, to while I acknowledge personally, we were lucky. Um, I think the rates in general in Kilkenny are quite tough. Yeah, I would think they're quite high, and for some of the smaller units up in High Street, I think it's phenomenal rates we've yeah. had for. Such a small, small business. What's you know? your favourite part of the whole job over there? Eh? Is it? Uh, well, certainly I love the outdoor. I mean, yeah. I've just been up in the outdoor. Yeah, I, I could actually I, see you talking about there. You were becoming yeah. excited at the at the, uh, the the outdoor water. And, and, and when you were talking about your daughter was class. I was watching your face, like, and it was just. I know we all have this proud thing when you're talking about kids mm. and everything else. But you can see that she had this affection for the interest that you have. Oh as yeah, well. oh yeah. I know they all, and some of them have taken up music since the COVID, and uh, the older lad does a little bit of kayaking and that. But uh, definitely, uh, the outdoor would be the best part of it. Yeah. Do, do you have cycling? Gear? Uh, we'd have a small bit of clothing. We we had a bike shop in the in the whole uh, scheme of things there about five, six, seven years ago. But now pre- predominantly we just do the personal stuff, which is the clothing. Um, and there's a couple of bike shops around the town would be would be able to cater for the, we the mechanical part mm-hmm. of it or the bike part of it. Uh, walls now and Andy down there in yeah. Kenny Cycles. Andy's class, yeah. And Andy's just down the road from us. So they would do all the the hardware all we would do is a bit of the clothing yeah wouldn't be a big part but it's it's again an outdoor activity you when, know? when you think of the 70s in Kilkenny and when you think of your side of the river and the brewery at the other side of the river where the there was continental in the Bronx yeah <laughs> and there was a thousand of them over there and there was five or six hundred of you at the other side was there some amount of ordinary people good honest hard working ordinary people going home to families every day like that mm-hmm. that made the, made the structure of Kilkenny what it is now and society what it is mm-hmm. and, and the families that belong to it there's not that many of us really in Kilkenny and there's probably about 15,000 Kilkenny people and everybody else came in that's the best way of saying yeah, it's like a it big, changed, it changed city from what it was even 30 years ago yeah. I think, you know it's, it it's a lot more metropolitan and I think that uh, tourism has has blossomed in the last 30 years well it's done that way because we're accepting we accept the difference you'd, mm. no, you'd never ask if you met someone from America you presume he's on holidays but he could be living here 15 years oh, you know? yeah. it's just the way we are in Kilkenny we accept people all the time Like, I'm after really enjoying meeting you know, because you're, you're a character that, that I always wondered about I often wanted to see in your head Peter so now I don't have to wonder anymore I kind of have you where you I understand where you are like. yeah, some of it now <laughs> some of it all there. anyhow we can't be taking up too much time Tommy Hackett is out Tommy there Tommy Hackett right? is coming in <laughs> I, I can abuse him no bother at all I, I know a couple of generations there I think for any of us that that love Kilkenny, I think it, it there's an onus on us to recognise to all of us what the boot factory has been to us, uh, what Padmore and Barnes is to us now. And I said, there's no doubt, like, and I'm embarrassed myself that we don't go over more often. I think it needs to be used, uh, and if we lose it, the architectural structure. It's all right, I'm embarrassed for you too because we know you haven't been in there very often. <laughs> You're some okay. sneer, you know that. Yeah. I tell you what I'll do, I'll buy some vouchers off you and we'll give them away on the show. Well, look, all, all we can say to people is, look, our doors are open. We, we open seven days a week. We're right close four or five days in the year. Um, we're saying to everyone, come in, 
and look around and if you like something we'll try and help you with it and that's that's really what we're there for and that's about that's, all, but that's know. as good as it gets like that's mm. that's the ultimate that's the complete package you know you know and if we can help anyone we can and if we can't we'll give them the best advice we can and send and can, send can we give them the quiz again there before peter goes okay there's a 50 we won't give the answer we'll just give the no. question <laughs> yeah yeah how did uh, padmore and barnes start the day Break for lunch and finish the day. What was the? It was actually a morning break in there as well because I remember being. Well, 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 it was, was starting there, was the day. There it, it, it started the day at eight. Yeah. Right. Uh, it went lunch at one. It went off at two, and at five. Right. Yeah, what was the signal? We're giving the answers all. Right. Almost, uh, what was the signal? Look at Peter. Thanks for coming in. It's really That's good. Up. I really appreciate it. Now, and no I promise you, it'll be over. No problem. And, and when we'll it gets better, I'll give you a hug we'll as well. So there we go. We look forward to seeing you. <laughs> and you know, you want to tell Pat to come down. There. Yeah. Well, we don't see him. He only comes in when he wants an ad. Oh, Jean, I won't <laughs> do that. Like. my wearing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you fitted me with it. What did I? Well, yeah. I'll take no. it back then. I'll take we'll it. Take back. A, we'll take a break. And thanks, Peter, for coming in. Thanks. That's Peter from Padmore and Barnes. Can you take it? Look at it Let's go down and use it. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it alive for the next generation of Kilkenny. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Fran Grinson says it as it is on the Kilkenny Today Business Show. We're back and thanks for listening. We're on again in the morning between 9 and 10. Sure, it could be a good old crack again. It won't change from today. So if you're expecting something different than that, don't be. It'll be the, it'll be, uh, the same one repeated. Um, Peter Roberts has gone off from the booth factory. Nice fella, different fella and uh, an individual fella and worth visiting. The shop is worth visiting. And I have to say, I apologise myself for not being there more often because it's a phenomenal place to go. They carry so much stock and so many... I just found it like this great bargains whenever you go over there you're saying everything is on sale a different it seems very very good a good old crack there's, there's a, a young lad in now I'll call him a young lad because everybody to myself and Pat is young but it's Tommy Hackett Hackett's Bar in Parliament Street down in the Watergate Tommy you're welcome thanks guys thanks uh, Pat thanks can, can I say this as well? Congratulations. Uh, and you have a new arrival. That's right. Well, uh, a new wish. Yeah, we had a little gift from uh, heaven there. Uh, six months old, Ada Grace uh, was born during, uh, ju- just before the, the, the shutdown. So I've enjoyed some quality time with her while we were uh, away from business. Uh, I'd say it'd be a brilliant crack. Like, um, you know, who does she look like? Zoe or, or. There's a serious argument out there, Fran. All the well, Hackett's think well, she looks like us, and all Zoe's family think. Well, uh, I don't mind adding to it now. It's not something that would bother me. Is adding to an argument, you know. So the, she's going to be lovely anyway. Yeah, well, look, sure, so, so long as she was born healthy, we didn't mind, and uh, she's thriving now. And she's all of that. Yeah, she woke up to a, a little shock yesterday, and and, and her first uh, she her six months uh, shots uh, down. Tough in, going. Uh, John's Green, so her whole life changed for a couple of hours yesterday. I, I think for kids, and you'd meet them on the street and you'd see them, the sad times we're experiencing now of asking kids to put on a face mask when you only ask them on Halloween once a year to do it, or asking kids to continually wash their hands. It's a strange life now, isn't it? It's, it's a sad thing. I know it'll get better, but... Very much so, and let's hope it does get better, but I think, you know, kids, they, they, they're surprises. They're uh, they adapt. very, very adaptable and... Uh, I had the kids, kids around today. I seem to be a, a step ahead of where where my generation were at the same age. So. Tommy, you were way ahead of yourself because I remember you when you were small. There you go. A good player now, in fairness. Yeah. Um, good soccer player, like. Take all all, all the compliments. I, I I give up the soccer then for for a bit of hurling as well. So uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, we had a good old run with Evergreen down through the years. Yeah. Switched across to uh, Kilkenny City for two years, but uh, the dad was the manager. 
I remember hockey, yeah. That's right, yeah. And uh, we won uh, eight leagues and four cups under his reign, all underage as far as you chance. Well, hockey, hockey Hackett, we'll call him. I, I wouldn't even know his name, like, because we always grew up calling him hockey, you know. And we say, but a great player, great interest in sport. And I think when a lad is like that and gives his time to young lads involved in any sport, let it be soccer, let it be whatever, Green Freebooters, wherever, Thomaston, whatever, it, it, it's, he leaves something behind that, uh, that can't be purchased and can be talked about it forever. And a prime example of that is Con Downey, who, who was, along with Mock Lawler and maybe uh, Peter Marabere, Scott, um, Pierre Scott, were, um, were, I suppose, the high priests of football when it was when the gammon didn't want anybody playing anything, only guy like so. Well, 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 that's it, and I suppose... Uh, few so your father you, will be known for that. A few that you mentioned, yeah, uh, the, the 80s um, um, would have been uh, the, the time I grew up in the 80s and the early 90s, and uh, he really left his stamp definitely on, on that group of players because... Uh, they, I'd still meet some of the lads um, that, that played football at that time with us and uh, they remember him like uh, they, they really high, hold him in a, in a high well, high regard they'd have more to talk to him about now than they would to talk to me when, when we well y- you listed out winnings of trophies that are they're always difficult to win you know but, and, and I know how hard they are to win they're really difficult continually win them in that but you, you have a nephew Killian that's right yeah I've never no, that's a fair statement, but I've never seen a young lad with as sweet a left foot as, as Killian. Like, just, yeah. I don't know what he's like now. When I seen him, I said, I actually went home and said, come here, I have a young lad, I'm thinking of Robin, because he was he's such a lovely child. I said it to Sinead, that that'd be your sister. I take home that lad, like him. Paddy's the father, isn't it? That's right, Paddy Bowden. And, yeah. uh, oh, look, he's a great all, all-rounder, Fran. Um, anything, I mean, from, from every walk of life, he's a credit to Sinead yeah. and Paddy, um, from, from his school, school yeah, reports him, yeah. to... Uh, his soccer, uh, young uh, lads, active, yeah. but he's, he's oh. hurling now at the moment, Is and uh, I've I've enjoyed over the last fortnight. I suppose it's, it's a bit of time. I, I I used to go watch them as they were coming up along with yeah. Canis's very very successful group around them too. Um, they've won. Great young lad, yeah. They've Good won. Chap. They've won all around them hurling and football, and uh, they kick off their minor. Uh, minor, campaign on now he's he's 16 but he's hurling with the minors they, I think they kick off on Monday night okay. against Thomas Town well they've so. seen him at 5 and 6 so. but there you go and yeah, I, could, no, and I, could, I could see the difference in him then yeah. Mayor, a publican is, is it something well you didn't see this coming no definitely nobody can't. is no no but I suppose look that's, 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 that's what business is you don't know what's around the next corner and you just have to be prepared to uh, to be diverse and this was definitely one that that came out of the blue. Uh, it, you're located now in what's seen as a little strip there where you have, you know, you have Aridas, you have John Breen's The Pump House, you have Clears, you have yourselves, mm. uh, you have the Brewery Corner, and, and you, all do, you all do well and you all uh, bounce off each other. Well, that was it, Fran. When, when, when we saw the, the opportunity um, of the pub uh, below, you know, I, I wanted to go in and try and make sure that I complimented the street. Um, there's some businesses running down there very successful yeah. for 25, 30 years the likes of John Clears and, and John Breen who's, who's been very Lovely good support fella. to me there in the pump house yeah. since we opened um, you know and I, I wanted to compliment what was going on we have the Watergate offices and Clears Theatre so um, we didn't want to turn it into a, a, a late night bar or a nightclub so we tried to respect what was happening on the street and kind of went when you, when you see the layout of the pub it's uh, it offers um, a great venue for, for live music and my original plan as, as we looked at the building was, you know, to try and uh, bring along some local new talent. You know, maybe 
uh, acts that were wouldn't wouldn't be and getting that, the big gigs. That end of the trade now is actually missing. That music trade where where lads are given the opportunity on a young band to go down and actually put, do an old gig and stand back. I, I know you'd have to. Tony Clears and the boys and, and yeah, honouring these and down. don't get me wrong Tony uh, Tony had a residency there with both uh, the Rain Dogs and some of the smaller acts that he plays with. but look we, 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 we got bigger as we as we went along I suppose the, the, the one success story that really came out of it uh, that I would call a success story and I first heard him actually on the KV show here yeah. was uh, a little band the trio uh, called Sola Siobhan Cody and uh, her sister Rita and uh, Claire Lynch and we were just open and I was had a half an hour, 20 minute break where I went up home to have a shower and I had, had Kay's show on and there were guests on Kay's show so we invited them down and they had a residency there for a summer and I believe now they've surpassed all expectation they're getting radio play on on national airwaves they've a, 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 an album out so where are they well from the um, Jer Cody's two daughters are from the shadows of St Mary's Cathedral I should know Jerry Newpark man yeah and Claire Lynch then will be um, she's a neighbour of ours in Kenny's well there okay, uh, Sheila Lynch would be her mum Okay, Bernie and, and yeah. Jim. And uh, we we had yeah. uh, other young acts around. Uh, we had Dan Dan McCabe, who's who's turned into a series. He's he he's gone on now, and he's done. Uh, he's working with RTE. Uh, he was a solo act, great great. Uh, he's it's over half a million views. Isn't it on, part on of Facebook what's missing? If you went back to Ireland in the seventies, where you had music on seven nights a week in pubs at locations, that's gone, isn't it? It really without is. COVID, yeah. Yeah. It really is. An opportunity for for talent to to, to grow and just. The main, the, the main mission mission going down there was, you know, to offer really good old style Irish hospitality. There was no real teams or quirkiness around the place. Irish hospitality with good entertainment, and you yeah. know, a big big part of the Irish pub, as I see it, is a group of musicians, you know, from any genre of music expressing themselves in in in, in what way they can. So we're talking to Tommy Hackett, and we're ta- uh, Tommy runs Hackett's Bar just down on on uh, on the strip. We call it down in in, in Irish Town or, or the end of Parliament. Street, and your your pub, if you look at it, where it, it can have both ends, because the front of it is is the original cosy traditional Irish pub, and in the back of it opens up into this uh, massive space that it you really can entertain is, yeah. a big crowd, and and breaks up again if you go up the back of it. There, there's a smoking area up there as well. There are four or five different areas, and now yeah. we've we've expanded our smoking area. Two smoking areas at the back. One of them is a rooftop terrace. And uh, you like that? It's a big. It's 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 it's, it's a big thing. The break it just runs down behind us, and yeah. the old city wall adjoins the oh, building. Class. So just it's steeped in history. The old city gates are just outside the pub, um, where where the medieval city gates, Kilkenny, yeah, uh, actually stood. So and your Francis Abbey just opposite is there where. Smithicks originated from uh, over 350 years ago. It was a group of uh, friars start uh, producing ale there, using the brega. As their water source, and uh, it's probably uh, better known now as as the Smithic site. Unfortunately, it's not the brewery anymore. It's a pity, yeah, the brewery mm. quarter. Yeah, it's a pity that there is. It's a crime shame that there is no mm. brewery in there anymore. Like that, it be. But anyway, it's not to be. It but was set, part the, of the setting. The set, of it. setting is lovely. The history is steeped yeah. in history. You're on. You're on in the shadows of Canis's uh, cathedral, cathedral, and we have the Black Abbey behind us, and. 
you know, the stories that they they around that 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 particular part of town are, are fascinating. Yeah, oh, amazing. Thanks for our officer is just on the corner right, of Coach Jay, Road. A neighbor of ours. Actually, look at it. I tell more I tell more lies to Americans about that Coach yeah. Road about Cromwell dragging Catholics up and down it there to kill him, and the blood still comes up to it. And there, I believe you, which is even better. Well, said. there you go. Yeah, and 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 send them on in for a pint of Guinness for, there with a shamrock on it. For you, we say the Hackett's of Kenny's well is uh, they're as well known. Your hockey would be as well known as the well itself up there. You know, but your mum is a guy from Assumption Place. And there wasn't wasn't one of them, and still isn't that wouldn't be good looking women like your mum. But we're going to get on to hockey, hockey saying that now. But uh, you're just you're just Kilkenny. You're true Kilkenny, true and true. Like you're you are like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Grandmother on me on my father's side uh, was Tullerone. The grandfather from Kennyswell yeah. on the father's side. Then uh, my grandmother on the mother's side, Assumption Place. Yeah, and uh, she oh, the she best married she married an outsider. My grandfather on the mother's side was Lee Downey. I know, but I I actually knew them because there were relations up there at the top of the Church Street beside um, beside uh, John King. It was a butcher. Just they just lived near John. That's I, was, right. I was talking to John yesterday because a great person died uh, from Rathdowney. Lived in Kilkenny, Marion Croke, Marion Purcell, and we all knew her. Just a lovely lady. She died sudden, and sat, it was very sad. So I was ring, I rang a couple of lads from Rathdowney on it. Like, mm. I knew your granny I knew that side of your family well for for you going forward a big step going into public you know into a pub you wanted to take it over you wanted to go at it how hard is it going to be to get going again um, I'd put it this way from, I'm actually I come from a construction background I'm a plumber by trade and uh, I worked I enjoyed a career in sales um, field sales and door to door in particular for for I'd say those rough periods of the recessionary times, I worked with uh, Aircon Fomatch and they, they became Fomatch. But the, 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 the whole drive to become a publican started very early in life. I remember World Cup 90, uh, an uncle of mine had, uh, uh, Ollie Bergen had a premises on John Street. Garmin's. Or Garmin's. And, uh, we were ushered over there to support Ireland in their World Cup oh, uh, endeavours. I remember collecting a few glasses for Ollie and uh, he threw me a few bob at the end of it and a bottle of Club Orange and from that particular moment on there was a dream there to become a public and someday. So we can thank Jack Charlton for that as well. Jack Charlton can take some credit but my uncle Ollie Recipes was, uh, was, was, was the starter and then I started working in pubs around 14 after mm. school. I thought it was a job. Did it help you? Just as a matter of, and it's totally diverse again, did it help you to learn people, to understand people, seeing, well, seeing as to what alcohol can do on both sides. Some people it helps, more people to be better if they didn't drink. Look, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a big, um, you know, any, any of the even big breweries now are pushing to drink aware and drink sensibly. And there's a responsibility there on publicans to make sure that that's, that's the case. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's our bottom line that we offer a safe... Uh, environment for people to enjoy a drink and, and, and to socialise that's, that's that's the be all and end all Is, um, is, is it a younger public like you would actually um, understand that better do you think that you're more aware of what's out there I yeah. know look I suppose I don't know I walk, I, I, I kind of grew up in an age then as well where um, I can't kind of came to that young drivers having accidents on the roads and different things. Yeah, there's a, and I worked out in Australian pubs where the onus would be on the bar staff as opposed to the bouncers to be looking after people and not. So yeah, I had a, it. It is. Um, it is. Uh, it is uh, a change in environment all of the time, and I suppose the pub itself nowadays is a lot different than maybe what it had been back in those glory days of World Cup '90. But 
uh, there's a lot more responsibility and all that was great and, fun wasn't it oh, geez, great and kind of relived some of the moments we're there with the passing of Jack ah with Jack yeah it yeah. was really funny like it was great mm. ah, yeah, it was brilliant a brilliant time it was an era probably won't we may not see again at that level of football when we were competing to get in one goal shy of getting into a World Cup semi-final or two goals shy of getting into a World Cup semi-final phenomenal the result the glory like. years yeah yeah Miles Kavanagh going into you I do, another supporter of ours, uh, Miles enjoys the lemonade on his way home, uh, I want to give him a special mention and thank you, he's a great supporter of ours on Facebook, uh, he's always pumping out positive uh, messages about Hackett's Bar on Parliament Street, so fair play nice. to him. He's young, or the grandson, well I like young Miles as well I have to say now, you know, <clears throat> but uh, Presley then, uh, I would have come across Presley a few times, that'd be Miles' grandson. Um, Fantastic head of hair, like Miles, but a different colour. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but a lovely child as well. Tommy, you know, would you be tempted to do food to open up again? Uh, I have been. I, like, over the, 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 the course of the pandemic, I suppose, there was... Um, look, I suppose we, were, we set out that August was going to be our opening date, and then we got great news to say that we'd be open on the 20th of July. And, um, you know, if anything, I've been positive the whole way through. The one thing I would be disappointed by was the handling of the opening of, say, the pub restaurant. Uh, I think it was misused in, 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 in different areas. I could have dusted down an old pizza oven maybe for, or bought one for 350 euro, but, uh, just to get open. But, like, I suppose that from the start, we were the first pub to open. We done it or to close with the pandemic approaching. Uh, we done it for the... I suppose for the better of the community, our staff, and uh, the wider but, community. But, but, but Tommy, is it a case we said that if you stand at the end of the pub eating half a pizza, that you're safer than the lad that is not allowed in because he's not having a half pizza? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make sense, does it? And like that, you know, you're asking me, would I look at it going forward? It was actually in our, our plans when we opened. There was a good kitchen there, but um, no, yeah. I don't. And, and and unfortunately, and again, it's a minority, but it has been misused, and it's the one thing I was fully. I'm 100% disappointed by and you don't blame a business uh, man woman um, for, for, for trying to get the whole thing up and going but there was loopholes left in the guidelines that sure. allowed for uh, well I think the reaction the, 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 the reaction was straight off let's get something done quickly yeah. and you, you gave the 350s and then we'll react on whatever else but and we're not thinking through maybe we're just we're continuing we're kind of to react through, yeah, there's yeah. a change in government then and this kind of it doesn't see, it doesn't it probably is as well organised but it doesn't seem as well organised maybe because of the change but you know when the Healy Rays can stand up and say and say and you wouldn't want to be confused by the level of intelligence of the Healy Rays uh, based on their voice because how they sound and how they think are two totally different yeah, things. They're, they're, they're very intelligent fellas, but his point raised that, that are you safer with a ham sandwich in your hand for, from COVID and a pint than just having a pint is actually is actually something that hasn't been talked about. And Fran, I respect, I, I respect the decision of the restaurants being, uh, being allowed to open ahead of the wet pub. Like, I, I respect that decision. Your people going in... It's, it's, it's an easier environment to manage. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, agree, with I wouldn't agree with you on that. But I definitely think there should have been a distinction and there should have been somebody or a body there to monitor to make sure that it couldn't be abused. But would it be safe to say that most people don't want to eat a meal to go for a few pints? I think you'd be on the money there, all right. Uh, I, think, I think that's absolutely the case with 99%. 
the majority of ordinary working class people, the lads who are working in the brewery or working in, in the boot factory or working in the shops are doing, they, they just want a few pints for Saturday night to get them through to the Monday where they start work again. And it's stressful enough at the moment. And abs- I, I'm absolute that people should behave and people acknowledge the seriousness of where we are. But, jeez, Tommy, nobody wants to go in and eat a chicken curry and... and, and uh, no, not, not, not... Well, I certainly wouldn't. That would be a point of Guinness. No, it's the Guinness no. I'd be after. But uh, the old saying goes, friend, there's eating and drinking in Guinness. So yeah. Uh, I just... I think it's sad. I think it's... Uh, look, at hopefully we'll get back on track and I'd love to see you doing well. You know, you're... you're class fella you, you know you played for the wrong club but that's okay like you, you're <laughs> we'd forgive you on that like that was due to your dad rather than nothing else you can blame him but, yeah, yeah, blame him, yeah. but but i really hope you'd go well i i think i think it's, i think it's ahead of you like you have the personality you have to drive you're able to do it do you know what you have though is experience of life that's frightening for a chap your age um i think to going to door to door and experiencing when you work for your for ollie and that you can't buy that in a school or, or a master's degree or well, I wouldn't like to send out the wrong message now there was a moment with Ollie that we had Jorn, Jorn. He, he, he wasn't a child a slave labour now or anything like that. that but sure we all worked in pubs at 14 but, uh, 15. I thought it was great responsibility throwing up the empty glasses and he thought it was great to be able to give me a few bottles sure it was part of it yeah, remember years before we go Eamon Langton if you went to Eamon years ago into the pub and I worked for Eamon as, as a young lad as well but you'd walk in you'd hate going in because you know what he's going to do the minute you walk in hey will you around there <laughs> we're going to pick up all the empty glasses and bring them all in this was the thing everybody in that in the old I, days I, had, I had a spell with Eamon too and uh, Matt Miller's and, and, and Lanigan's and thankful to all of them I've learned to Fast experience as 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 we went through worked in, with the Fitzgerald Group in well, Dublin. Uh, did Temple you work with Fitzgerald? Yeah, Louis. Yeah. Well, look, you can't help training and 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 acknowledging the fact that it actually works. But look, I really enjoyed having you now and enjoyed having Peter as well. I, 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 Pat it always gets someone good for me, but I, I was delighted when I seen a hackett name on it because of hockey and that's like, and I knew what you were going to be like as well. And I really, really hope you go well down there, you know, well, and start selling the pizzas. Like, well, there we go, just <laughs> down the oven. It looks like it's very, very much appreciated. And I suppose to extend that thank you to, to we, we're overwhelmed with the amount of support, both locally and, and, and through the different channels. It's, it's my third time now since the shutdown. Uh, I've been on in, in, in with Pat or yourself and uh, along with that then the local local newspapers Jimmy Ratican has done a, a piece for us oh, over we'll be kind of trying to think of ways of keeping in people's minds but um, we're very confident we're waiting to get back the support has been immense and uh, thanks to everyone and we'll see you soon below for a pint of the black stuff Tommy thanks for that we're, we're repeaters um Tomorrow morning again. We have to who, the the uh, Pat. You may tell me who won the Joseph Murphy. Joe Murphy, come here. The Hooter. You could hear. We were living in the barracks, and and the, the Wolftone Street Hooter and the barracks Hooter could never. The army barracks Hooter could never be uh, mistaken as to what they were like. Cause they'd blow the head off you within three miles of it. You know, but yeah, man, McPhillips. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Joe, look at. It. I have to leave up a voucher here. I leave it up to the stations for Kittler's in. It's from myself, and I thank you for listening and thank you for for answering the question. Just repeat it in the morning for me. I want to thank Pat for, for driving the show again and uh, look at I look forward to being in here next week and h- having whoever Pat finds for me as well victims we'll call them thanks for listening in and you're with Community Radio Kilkenny City and thanks very much it's Frank Rinson signing off here Frank Rinson says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.